0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. And every week during the academic year, I sit down with some members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interest, what they do, and things they've done. In this 10th edition of Monmouth College Conversations for the 2022 2023 school year, I visit with some of the folks who were involved with this year's Moot Court competition at Monmouth. For the 12th time, Monmouth held Moot Court and it was one of the more successful editions in the history of the very storied program. A dozen students competed in this year's Moot Court competition at Monmouth College. The preliminary round was held on October 29th Then the finals were held on November 2nd. The event was once again organized, coordinated, and orchestrated by political science professor Andre Audet and Marnie Dugan. Marnie is the college's director of the Wackerly Center for Career Leadership and Fellowships and the director for student success. In addition to giving MAMA students an opportunity that's a rare one for undergraduate students, Monmouth's Moot Court also involves a handful of alumni and friends of the college. They serve as the judges. They've all gone on to law school and then enjoyed distinguished careers as either lawyers or working with legal issues and regulations. This year's judges included Brad Narstad of the class of 1989 and his wife, Debbie, along with alums Kate Cross of the class of 2008, and Dan Cotter of the class of 1988 they served as judges during the preliminary round which was held on a Saturday morning in the Center for Science and Business then a trio of alumni served as judges on the three judge panel for the final round they were Thomas Siegel from the class of 1999 he also served as chief justice Stephanie Hilton from the class of 2007 and Morgan Lewis for the, from the class of 2013. The finals round was held on a Wednesday night in the stately Morgan Room of historic Polling Hall. This year's top advocate was Owen Davies. He also won the top prize for writing the best legal brief. Owen is a political science senior from Plainfield, Illinois, and this was the third time he'd competed in Obama's moot court competition. Following the final round on Wednesday night, I caught up with Owen, along with the three-judge alumni panel, and political science professor Andre Audette and director Marnie Dugan. I started off the conversation by asking Andre to set up the case that was argued in this year's moot court competition.
1: Our case this evening was based on a 2014 Supreme Court case, a real case, SHU-TV Coalition to, coalition to Defend Affirmative Action. Um, and... The case looks at whether a state constitutional amendment that was originally in the state of Michigan violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. And they looked at two different questions. One was whether it uh, violated the 14th Amendment through a traditional equal protection analysis, and the second was whether it restructured the political process in an unfair way for minority groups.
0: We've been doing this 12 years at Monmouth College. What's the benefit of having
1: mid-court? There's lots of benefits for students. Uh, They develop great skills through this, communication skills, writing skills. It's a great networking opportunity, and it looks great on a resume. We've had a number of students go on to great success in law school and in other careers where they've taken their moot court experience with them and done some great things afterwards. Owen, talk a bit about what you did in
0: moot court, what was your argument and how did you prepare for it?
2: So today I argued that proposal two was in fact not a political restructuring issue, not only that, that it was also not political at all and I prepared for this case thoroughly over the past week and a half or so. We had our preliminary rounds last weekend and I participated in those using actually the same argument as today and I was able to tweak it over the week to prepare and ensure that I had covered all of my bases.
0: Was this a subject, a topic you were familiar with before this year's moot court? Had you spent much time thinking about this issue in general, or was it a pretty new experience for you?
2: So affirmative action itself is actually a pretty contentious issue right now in our own Supreme Court. There are a lot of cases being decided about that as we speak. And so I was familiar with affirmative action. However, the political restructuring doctrine is completely unfamiliar to me and, and it is not something I had thought in an application until this case.
0: Give some folks some idea of how much time and effort you put into this. what, What kind of schedule do you maintain to get adequately prepared?
2: Well, I'm already rather busy with other things on campus, and so I spent as much time as I could. I would say probably about 20 hours total through reading the case, drafting a brief, and then also practicing the oral argument and preparing my oral argument. I was fortunate enough to write a brief and have the same position. And so I was able to skim and trim my brief to make an oral argument that was effective. And so I was able to do that. And I did spend quite a bit of time on this. You'll be graduating
0: next May from Monmouth College. Uh, as a legal career in your future, maybe?
2: So I hate to be a disappointment, but I'm actually looking at uh, Ph.D. positions and, and opportunities at some schools for political science. So while advocating for things is not out of the question in my future, I know law school is not my current hope. However, I absolutely will use skills that I have developed with Moot Court in my future career and throughout my Ph.D. opportunities.
0: What have you enjoyed about the political science program at Monmouth?
2: I think the political science program has some of the best faculty on campus. It has some very caring and very compassionate faculty, in particular Professor Andre Audet and Professor Jessica Vivian. Both of them have been very good mentors to me and have provided me with a wealth of knowledge going into my future career. Additionally, I think that the political science department offers a lot of courses that are unique and are very interesting that a lot of other departments simply cannot offer. We have a diverse amount of course offerings from things from like political, psychology to African politics and everything in between.
0: All right, Chief Justice Thomas Siegel graduated from here in 1999. Obviously, it wasn't moot court at Monmouth College when you were here. What was it like to be the Chief Justice?
3: It was a weighty responsibility. Uh, these young folks have put clearly a great deal of effort into the presentations that they've prepared for today and so uh, you know it's quite a responsibility to make sure that they have an experience that will be useful to them um, and that
0: hopefully they remember fondly. You're a practicing lawyer. That's correct. Did this help you a little bit being on the other side or did you appreciate what you have to do as a lawyer to appear before a judge serving in this role?
3: I I do Um, and actually it it kind of made it easy for me to uh, challenge them a little bit because it's the sort of thing that I have to deal with every day. So uh, I'm familiar with being on the other end. I don't mind being on this
0: side for change. What do you think about going to Mama College to prepare for law school? Is that a, a good environment to prepare for law school?
3: I don't know. It certainly was for me. It's been a long time. We didn't really have any kind of pre-law program. I was not a uh, poli-sci major. I was a philosophy and English major, and uh, I just kind of wound up in law school by accident. But I did find that a liberal arts education, in particular, had amazing value. Uh, Many of my peers in law school were pre-law, they were poli-sci, and I think that it kind of Forced them into a narrower view than the one that I had coming from a true liberal arts college, where it's more of a jack of all trades, so you can wrap your head around a wide uh, variety of topics.
0: You hear that a lot from law schools that a liberally educated person is tends to make a good law student. I guess it's because, as you said, of that broad experiences that you receive as a student at mom college.
3: Yeah, I think so. Like I said, I I came from. Philosophy, and uh, gosh, I took uh, some history courses and some poli sci, and uh, but the the breadth of the information, the scope, the scale, um, I wasn't forced into any kind of narrow windows, um, and for that reason, I think I, I had a, a distinct advantage over some folks who going into law school, maybe knew more about the law. But those advantages ran out pretty quick. By the end of the first semester, uh, the advantage of those folks who'd concentrate on law had mostly evaporated.
0: Stephanie Hilton, by day, you're McDonough County Public Defender, but for moot court, you were one of the three justices who served on the panel. It's the second time you've done that, and you were saying that when you were a Mamas student, back in the early 2000s, didn't have moot court. Talk about what you think the advantages are that MAMA students have by participating in moot court.
4: It's a good opportunity to experience um, rapid-fire public speaking. Uh, when you're doing speech or you're giving speeches, you don't have that um Situation where someone's questioning you and rapid fire questions questions—they're interrupting you and throwing you off your game you have a game plan a to b to c to d you know where you go through your speech in moot court uh you get rearranged and you go from a to e and then back to c and then maybe over to d so i think it's a really good um, exercise in critical thinking flexibility in your thinking and really thinking on your feet
0: How does it help you in your own job, serving as a judge, being on sort of the other side of the bench, so to speak?
4: What you need to do as an attorney, you always have to anticipate what the other side's going to say and how someone's going to process your argument, the questions they're gonna have in your head. So as a judge, you're listening to someone make that argument to you instead of you making that argument so you're tearing it apart you're thinking about the other side and i think that really helps you know as a lawyer you, you need someone to question you like that so you need to question yourself like that so your argument is the strongest it can be so it was very interesting sitting on this side and, and doing that to someone else
0: talk about your Mammoth experience how that prepared you for law school
4: Oh, I'm not sure anything can truly prepare you for law school. It is so, so different than undergraduate school. But I had a lot of really caring professors who were very supportive in my um, academic journey. And, you know, I was a first-generation college graduate, and I'm certainly a first-generation um Uh, professional degree. So it was nice to have that backing and that understanding and kind of pushing you towards this uh, ultimate goal. (laughs) So Monmouth really helped me in a personal way. Um, Obviously, writing lots of papers and reading large amounts of information um, is what you do in law school. So it's good to have that in college. But having that personal backing was just wonderful.
0: Morgan Lewis, you were the third member of the justice panel for Moot Court. You graduated from Monmouth College in 2013. You also hold the distinction of being the first person to win Moot Court at Monmouth College. Does it seem like it's been that long ago? It seemed like just the other day you were on the other side of the competition.
5: It uh, has went by very fast, and I was shocked to hear it's been that long, but it's flown by.
0: How did Monmouth prepare you for a legal career?
5: Well, I love the liberal arts education. You know, I learned to write. Um, I did theater. So my presentation skills, I did communications as well as political science. And then I also picked up some sociology, which really helps with human services and humanities. And um, it's just that well-rounded education. You can't beat it.
0: Andrea Audet has said many times that it's unusual for a college like Monmouth to have moot court. Talk about the benefits that students have, the opportunities they have by being able to participate in moot court.
5: Well, it gives everybody a chance to step out of their comfort zone. You know, most people think a lawyer, it's a very one-track-minded, one-goal-setting thing, and it's not. You know, the people today, they learned how to write a brief and read briefs and case law, and that's going to teach them to fact-check in the future. It's going to show them uh, a great stage presence. It allows them to have eye contact, which is a great source to have in any field you go into, and it really makes you just be passionate and work hard, and I feel like sometimes we lose a little bit of that Um, in today, so it's really teaching a good worth Ethic too to go outside your comfort zone and really hunker down.
0: Marnie Dugan, you're director of the Wackerly Center for Career Leadership and Fellowships and associate director of student success at Monmouth College. One of your roles is to help moot court be as successful as it is. You attract not only the students to it, but the judges and a lot of alums participate. It's one of the highlights of the fall.
6: Absolutely. Um, It's impressive to see the work that our students can do and how they can stand up in front of the the judges and and argue their case. Um, It's a great um, example of experiential programs that really assist students in um, complementing their academic work. Um, You know, it's very much tied to the academic work that most of the students are doing. A lot of these students do plan to go on to to law programs, and um, the the benefit of participation in this program is huge, Uh, not just for their resume, but for um, the ability to have experienced it, to be able to talk about it, to be able to uh, rely on, um, you know, the, this experience as they move on, in many cases, to a law program.
0: Not something every college offers this is a moot court, certainly to undergraduates.
6: Absolutely. Most students don't see this until their first year in law school.
0: And I guess that's just another example. of a lot of the unique opportunities that Monmouth offers students.
6: Sure. Yeah, we've had a number of students that have participated in moot court that have gone on to their law programs um, that have come back to, to tell us that, you know, this was really um, so beneficial to them. And when they got to their uh, program at their law school, that they felt more confident. They um, felt better prepared than a lot of their peers in their, their first year of law.
0: That's Marnie Dugan. She's director of the Wackerly Center for Career Leadership and Fellowships and director of student success at Monmouth College. Along with political science professor Andre Audet, she was responsible for organizing this year's very successful moot court competition. You also heard from the three-judge panel of Monmouth alumni who served on the finals round, Thomas Siegel of the class of 99, Stephanie Hilton of the class of 7, and Morgan Lewis of the class of 13. And then you also heard from the double winner from this year's moot court competition. That's political science senior Owen Davies. He was named the top advocate as well as receiving the top prize for writing the best legal brief. You can read more about this year's moot court competition in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website. Of course that address is mammothcollegeedu slash news. Inside the news story, there's a link where you can watch a video recording of this year's final round. And that's a wrap on this 10th episode of Mammoth College Conversations. Tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at Be sure to put conversation in the subject line. Till our next conversation. This is Dwayne Bonner from the Monmouth of College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.